game day. How we looking? Bill Michaels show on the air. Game day! I'm loving it today. I woke up energized. Although, I got to admit, um, I got hit with another wave of the crud. I got home last night after the uh, after the huddle and was just uh, kind of miserable. Woke up today and forced myself to go get a uh, go get a workout in and just to move today. Just uh, Ben, how you feeling? How, how's it out there in uh, in the Madison land? Because uh, the creeping crud is running around everywhere. I feel okay. Wouldn't yeah? Wouldn't say it's great, you know. Okay, but I've been worse. Yeah, it's fine. It's a Thursday. I'm a little tired. Yeah. Yep. No, I, I completely understand that. You got uh, Kenny and Halpern coming up tonight. Now, are you guys, you're going to Monks, but are you staying there for the game? I don't know yet. Uh, plans depend on, obviously, the postgame show and such. Because Zach Halpern, Halpern could get wild. Anything uh, after 9 o'clock, that man gets crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Sources tell me that that has happened. Yeah. Hard to that confirm. That man get crazy. I, so, can, I can see it happening. Who's, who's your guest tonight, by the way? Bill Nagy, former Wisconsin offensive lineman. He's joined us oh, for a bunch of shows. Okay. Looking forward to that. A little bit of that, then pregame into the Packers. Uh, a note came out last night. Did you hear about this thing? Uh, it came out last night, like 8.15 in the evening. Uh, you don't get a lot of press releases at 8.15. Usually, if it's an 8.15 press release, the press release is, hey, um, we, we fired the head coach. And, and don't tell anybody. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's kind of like hey, we're just trying to get out of the news cycle. But last night they sent a, a note out saying, can you please alert every every fan to be into the stadium by 7 o'clock? So if you're going to the game tonight, get into Lambeau Field by 7 o'clock. Apparently they have been, uh, you know, spending a little bit of money and they put together a whole new light show for the Green Bay Packers when they're introduced. And tonight, they're going to debut it. I thought it was something for, like, Leroy Butler at halftime, but it's not. It is for the introduction of the team where they're actually going to turn out the lights. How about that? They're turning out the lights at Lambeau Field. So um, that's about the time that everybody that brings in a nippy bottle in some way, shape, or form uh, pulls it out and then begins pouring because nobody can see them. But that being said, tonight get in there by seven o'clock because tonight they have they're going to unveil the spectacularness that is uh, the new light show and the new introduction for the Green Bay Packers. I guess with uh, hey, you get a win, you get some free gadgets. That's that's the way they're kind of putting this out now. I guess to the team. There you go. And Bill, do you know what they were practicing last night with the light show? I don't. The Randall Cobb pregame introduction. <laughs> I'm not kidding. All the, lights, all the lights fell down. All of them fell off. They were dropped onto the field. They don't work anymore, and they have all been fired, and they're now heading down to Houston. That's that's the Randall Cobb light show. Or not Randall. No, what was Randall? Oh, I thought you were talking about Amari Rogers. Never mind. No. I completely blew that. I completely blew that. <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking of Amari Rogers. I, I, Randall Cobb. Oh, okay. The Randall Cobb light show. Okay. That that I understand. I'm thinking of Amari Rogers. Why are they doing that? I completely screwed that up. That That is on me. Uh, okay. So it was the Randall Cobb light show. I didn't know that. I didn't hear that last night. I was completely uh, near the uh, the evil entity of the border last night. I was down in the, the broad stop, and, as you know, and uh, hanging out with Bears fans after the fact. Bears and Packers fans. It got very spirited after uh, we got off the air last night. Now, I, for one, 
just because the creeping crud's still hanging on, I, for one, uh, did uh, my fair share of water drinking last night. I didn't imbibe. i just uh, not feeling it yet. But uh, it got a little crazy with uh, the people that were down there, some Bears fans, Packers fans, Cribbage fans, and a Bucks fans who were there watching the game last night, and it, it, it got rowdy and spirited. So as I'm tearing down the equipment, and I'm putting stuff in the car, and I come back in, and I sit down just to breathe for a minute, and I had a chicken salad. And uh, I'm, I'm sitting at this table of like six or seven, and they're just across the table yelling at each other. And it's not, it's not, um, it's, it's friendly, but it's not like, ah, oh, come on, man, you know, none of that. It's like loud, obnoxious, F-bomb dropping to where you're kind of like putting your head in your hand going, holy crap, these guys have absolutely no decorum, man. They're just, they're out after it. Uh, it was that kind of night where you just kind of just rolled your eyes and said, okay. And, and oh, by the way, one guy, have you ever had a guy tell a joke, Ben, and he starts to tell the joke, and you're kind of like, okay. And then after about 10 minutes, you realize this joke may never end. And by the time you get to the punchline, you, you better be wearing feathered underwear to make you smile. Otherwise, you're not even smiling. You're just like, oh, thank God it's over. That was the kind of joke last night as I wanted to leave that one guy started to tell. And he said, and then they told that at Thanksgiving dinner. And I'm like, uh, oh, okay. You know, my dad spit gravy. It wasn't funny. It was just gross. Should get your phone out and play Enter Sandman next time. Yeah, and let them know that, hey, time's winding down. Start pointing at the watch, you know, going, hey, you only you, you got to wrap it up. Let's go, you know, giving the old television hand signals. So that being said, uh, Packers, today uh, I was on with our buddy Ernie out in Viroqua this morning, and he said, oh, yeah, this is a pretty big game. And this game, this game is, while not math- mathematically eliminating, this game is a must win. It's a must win. And the reason why, as we all know, is because if you lose this one, you got three specific teams on the docket that can whoop your ass. Philadelphia, Miami, Minnesota. They can put you away. If you lose this game, any one of those three teams that beat you thus knock you out of the postseason. That's it. You're done. I I went through all this last night when I got home. Because uh, I have basically no life. So I, I, oh, I got something else to tell you, that which reminds me. So I sat downstairs last night when I got back. I went downstairs. I was sitting in the bar, and I was watching the end of the Bucks game. And um, I started, you know, I had my laptop out, and I'm kind of going through things. I don't see, a unless a sub-500 team wins their division, the predictions of a wild-card team sub-500, it's not going to happen. It's going to be at least nine, if not ten wins, to get to the wild card. And we know where the Packers Packers are sitting right now with uh, with only four wins in the season. So you've got, you've got to get at least five more wins. If you lose tonight, your season's pretty much done. It's not the dagger, but it's the dagger. Because after reading all... Every, and I was just consuming information last night. Like, just uh, all of a sudden, this cloud lifted and a, and a sponge became my brain. I started reading and watching all this different stuff. And most people believe, uh, and I'm talking nationality experts, uh, most national experts, most people believe that uh, the Packers dug themselves too big of a hole early to turn this thing around. Now, I do like what, what Rasul Douglas said when we heard that yesterday, saying, hey, 
You know, it's the first time we started believing we're going to win. Different energy in the place. Something about, you know, Abram brought it. You know, you just need a guy. Much like I talked about Zadaria Smith bringing it into Minneapolis. Abram brings it, going up and down the sidelines. Come on, we still got this. Let's go. Get up. Move around. You know, maybe you need a little bit of that. That energy now starting to rub off. Guys are feeling it. But tonight, got to win it. Got to win it. Must win tonight. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Eight seven. Ben, is it a must win in your mind? Yes, a can't lose for sure. No, no, must win. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going with it. Must win. It's not do or die in the sense of mathematicals, but it's done. If you lose tonight, got to get it done. Yeah, not gotta even for the sake of the record directly, just for the momentum and the vibe around the team. Like you have to build off the Cowboys game because otherwise, if you just get smacked right in the face, right. then you get ten days to think about. How much you, you know, missed an opportunity to turn it around? Yep. Definitely. 100%. I'm with you. 100%. Um, Pac-Fan says, uh, Abram brought it? Yikes. Yeah, that's what Rasul Douglas said. You know, he said the new guy came in and, you know, up and down the sideline. We haven't had energy on the sideline like that. And I'm thinking to myself, why the hell not? But, you know, hey, you, you look for it for anywhere. You know, look for it from anybody. See what happens. Uh, and again, yes, I'm not kidding you. Uh, it, uh, the press release said with Thursday's game set to kick off at 7.15, the Green Bay Packers are debuting the new lighting elements during their player introductions this week with flickering lights and spotlights to enhance the pregame festivities. The stadium lights will be completely turned off in the stadium to direct fan attention to Tundra Vision. The video boards, while the pre-intro video plays, uh, while the team is being introduced, spotlights, flashing lights are all going to be employed. Fans are advised Arrive early and be in your seats by 7 to ensure that you can enjoy the player introductions and the new light features. In other words, we got some toys. Come and look. Come and look. That's what it is. So that's coming up tonight. Uh, 877-867-1670. That's a phone number to get a hold of us on the program today and every day. Phone line's wide open. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, you can, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find us on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. YouTube, subscribe. It is absolutely free, and it'll just pop up and let you know, here we are. Uh, but go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. Same thing over on Twitch TV. Uh, email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Don't forget we are on Apple. We are on Spotify. We are on Google Podcasts as well. And the website is thebillmichaels.com. That is thebillmichaels.com. There you go. Uh, this one is from uh, Jesse. Jesse says, uh, oh, boy, a new light show. Look over here. We'll distract you while this team loses yet another game. No, they got to feel pretty confident. You got to be all excited. This is happy Jet. <laughs> you got to be all giddy and happy while uh, while you're uh, debuting the new light show. You don't debut a new light show and then, you know, lose. Come on, right? Oh, by the way, and, and this one's from Marty who said, uh, I heard you talking about uh, games in which they honor players. Remember, Woodson, they lost. Favre, they lost. Star, they lost. Uh, they've got Leroy Butler coming in tonight. This whole thing about bringing guys back and honoring them, boy, it's been a, it's been a, a, a trap. For whatever reason, on nights they honor players, and on games they've honored players, they're losing games pretty consistently. I understand it. So hopefully tonight they break the trend. Win tonight because they're going to honor uh, uh, Leroy Butler at halftime. So, um, 
By the way, Tom Pelissaro, talking about the offensive line, you got uh, Randall Cobb, David Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, all all those guys, uh, you know, hopefully going to play in one way, shape, or form. I don't think Cobb's going to play yet tonight, but uh, it's it's coming up. We'll have the audio from those guys coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, stay tuned. We got Terry McCormick uh, from the uh, TitansInsider.com going to be joining us coming up here in less than an hour. Oh, by the way, today is Fantasy Football Day. It's been two weeks since I've had a chance to talk to Paul Jargian. I was gone last week because I was sick, and the week before that, uh, I was off at uh, Quick Trip doing the walkthrough in their city. So uh, we got Paul Chargian today at noon. Charge is back, and I'm sure he's going to make fun for uh, getting bounced out of the guillotine league. We have our picks coming up uh, against the spread coming up here in just a little while, uh, about an hour and a half from now, so stay tuned for that as well. A whole lot coming up today on the Bill Michaels Show. Kind of energized today, even though um, the head's starting to fog back up, but that's okay. I've been... Working foggy my entire life. Stay tuned. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. gifts and turkeys and frying and hams and all that kind of stuff and uh, my guys over at burn pit barbecue they want to remind you hey they have the christmas packages and it's it's nice i uh, actually posted it up on the uh, facebook fan page not that long ago it comes in a nice gift box whether it's the sauces or the rubs or the hot sauces and such you want they can put it all together for you just check it out go to burnpitbbq.com burnpitbbq.com they are veteran owned they're based right here in the state of wisconsin and uh, they they've been in business now a little over two and a half years and just keep supporting them great people great people over there uh, 877-867-1670, Um Tennessee Titans have ruled out multiple starters, by the way, for tonight's game. Uh, the starters uh, that were announced yesterday. Ben Jones, their center, he's got a concussion, still in the protocol. Uh, Monty Hooker, uh, their safety, he's got a shoulder issue. Kicker Randy Bullock, uh, he, he strained that right calf, right calf muscle, and uh, he's considered out. Uh, the outside linebacker, Bud Dupree, he's got a hip injury. Uh, their backup safety, Lonnie Johnson, also, he's got a hammy. He's done. Not playing in this contest. So uh, they're pretty banged up coming into this one. Pretty banged up coming into this one. Um, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670, if you want to give us a shout. Um, what else do we have? This was, uh, this was for, oh, by the way, uh, Josh Lambeau. Uh, he's going to handle the kicking duties tonight. Uh, in a corresponding move, the Titans released their wide receiver, Chris Connolly, and they opened up the roster spot for Lambeau. The Titans listed uh, starter Jeffrey Simmons and nickel corner Elijah Molden as questionable, as questionable for tonight's contest. So there you go. Uh, by the way, uh, Tom Pelissaro talking about uh, the statuses of some of the Packer players that are in question. Take a listen. Well, in other wide receiver news, I am told Packers wide receiver Randall Cobb is expected to play tonight 
against the Titans for the first time since he suffered that high ankle sprain back in week six. Last time we saw Cobb on the field, he was getting carted off. He was in tears, fearing the worst. Instead, he is back to help out Aaron Rodgers for a big game tonight. A couple other injuries for the Packers. I'm told offensive lineman Elton Jenkins is expected to play. Left tackle David Bakhtiari also listed as questionable, as he has been most of the season. So there you go. There you go. Tom Pelissero. Hey, Randall Cobb, many were saying that they didn't think he'd be back for this game. So uh, Pelissero saying, nope, he is going to be back for this game. Um, you know, I, I know the Packers, they don't want to tip their hand early. I, if if they're saying it internally, then my, my guess is going to be that, yeah, Randall Cobb's going to play in this game. It's an interesting one because it's, you know, it's a cold weather game. And with a high ankle sprain, man, it's... Cobb must be feeling pretty good. Those things, if you uh, have at least a slight bit of pain in the ankle, usually they pretty much err on the side of caution when it comes to high ankle sprains. So that's good news. That's a little bit ahead of schedule if indeed that holds true tonight. Looking forward to seeing Randall Cobb back out there. That, uh, and again, you get Cobb back. Uh, you still don't have Romeo Dobbs, but you get Cobb back with Lazard, and now you do have Christian Watson, and what we've seen on film is a legitimate threat that can get downfield. You know, and Cobb is, you know, Roger's safety blanket when things begin to break down because he's a guy, and he was having a hell of a season until he went down with the ankle injury. Um, he's kind of the comeback guy. He's the guy that's on that same wavelength with Aaron Rodgers. So it'd be great to see Randall Cobb come back for this contest. 877-867-1670. Is this, in your opinion, a must-win game? Sean says, Bill, are you kidding me until they're mathematically eliminated? No, it's not a must-win game. Quit telling people that. I'm only giving it to you because I'm looking at it in the form of reality. One, you got to stack success. you got to build upon what you just had the other day on Sunday. Two, you've got a team coming in on Thursday night. You are the home team. Home teams, more often than not, win games at home on Thursday night. Okay? Because of the quick turnaround, especially when you're playing at home that Sunday prior. That's another reason. Three, you've got some tough games on the docket. You can't afford to lose this one and then hope to basically win out because I I don't think that's going to happen. Four, if you do lose this game and you lose it for all the same reasons you've lost games throughout this season, then what we saw in the second half of the game against the Bills and what we saw in the fourth quarter against the Cowboys, they're more apparitions than they are reality, which means you only muster up that every now and then to be able to compete and not on a consistent basis, which at that point, you, you know, you're, you're kind of relatively hopeless. So there's a lot of reasons you got to win this game tonight. It's a big one. And you got to win. Come on. You got to win. You're honoring Leroy Butler. They've got new lights. Got to win tonight, right? Got to win. 877-867-1670. Phone lines wide open. David writes... The reasons why I believe the Packers are going to win. One, the Lambeau Leap was invented by Leroy Butler. He will be in the house tonight. Two, like you said, new lights. Three, the weather plays a factor in this game, and the Green Bay Packers are used to it, while the Tennessee Titans are not. Four, the Titans on a short turnaround have to come into Lambeau Field. Five, the Packers have found something in Christian Watson. Six, he says, the defense looked energized. Seven, because Mason Crosby's been pretty much dead on this season. Nobody's talking about that, uh, which we have talked about it a little bit. We have talked about some of the – so now the one kick in 
was it Detroit that fell woefully short, the 50-yarder, 50-something yarder? Um, it, at least it looked as if maybe the snap was off, and I hate to say that because I don't want to blame it on the snap. It just looked like he tried to overkick it, and it just, it just fell short. It's kind of like trying to hit a golf ball too hard. You just, you just can't, you know? You just got to let it go. And it just looked like the whole process was off, and that fell short. Yeah, he's really only missed. The other one he missed was blocked, remember. It was a bad snap, and it was blocked. So that was it. Other than that, he hit a game winner, and he's been pretty solid. Anything 40 yards and in is almost automatic. He's only missed one between 40 and 50, and that was the one that was blocked. So he had, you're right, he has had a pretty good season. Uh, eight, Aaron Rodgers is buying into the system. Nine, Matt LaFleur has finally gotten rid of Amari Rodgers. And number 10, the team is playing with energy. The top 10 reasons why the Green Bay Packers are going to win tonight. There you go. Uh, this one's from Rick says, hey, let's be honest. Every game left is a must win. Uh, Zach says, be honest, five and six looks a whole lot better than four and seven. Um, (laughs) And then there's always one of the bunch. Aaron says, light shows, that could cause seizures. Not cool. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Have you ever been to Trans-Siberian Orchestra? Have you ever been to a concert? Yeah. It, it it all might, you know, everything might kill you. Everything might throw you into seizures. Everything might, you know, whatever. <laughs> Just, oh, you're, Aaron, I bet you're the guy that goes, you know what? When they introduced David Bakhtiari, the lady next to me fell over and started twitching. It was a bad scene. I'm blaming the Packers. I would, I, I would say this. If that's the case, and you know you are prone to this, I'd probably say close your eyes during the introductions. Just use some common sense. There you go. Uh, yeah, Rush concerts back in the eighties. Oh my God! <laughs> yes, you are. Have you ever? How about uh, some of the introductions they've had at at, uh, at NBA games? Oh my goodness! You kidding me? Hell yeah! Uh, this is from uh, the Harness. The Harness says, heading to the game tonight, going over to the Green Bay House. Harness, I know the Green Bay House. I see them on, uh, I see, we got to do a show from the Green Bay House. I want to get over that way. That place looks really cool. Uh, Going to the Green Bay House tonight with a bunch of friends. Afterwards, heading over to Andrews's uh, to watch the game. I don't have tickets, but I just want to be a part of the celebration. I like it. With a name like the Harness, you probably don't have tickets. People are afraid of you. Just crashing parties, getting crazy. I get it. I see where you're coming from. And uh, this one's, uh, last but not least, this is from Mitch. Mitch says, uh, hey, I got a bottle of Eagle Rare up here. Uh, in the. By the way, Mitch says he lives in the Tomahawk area, if there's a way to get it to you. Mitch, you sit back tonight. Let's do this. You sit back tonight and enjoy it, okay? You sit back tonight and enjoy it. Here's the reason why. Uh, I had a very good friend of mine. Um, works for a liquor distributor call me and said hey he was just traveling back from indiana and he said once you get south of the border eagle rare is so much easier to get he said i got a couple of bottles i heard you talking about i got a couple of bottles he got me a bottle got me a bottle of eagle rare you know how much it cost him in indiana 35 bucks 
35 bucks. So I got me a bottle of Eagle Rare. I'm giddy. I'm ecstatic over that. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to talk with Eric from Green Bay. The phone line's wide open, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by a winning team. That is the Milwaukee Admirals. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Get your individual game tickets, and they have a lot of good stuff coming up after games concerts and such events if you want to sit in the end zone down there they've got group outings available whatever it happens to be they've got it for you it's family fun it's good fun it's it's really good hockey fun and good hockey action go to milwaukeeadmirals.com that is milwaukeeadmirals.com covering wisconsin sports like a blanket this is the bill michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network Michael Show. We continue on this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at the Water Doctors. They have the best water softening system there is. I just love it. The Connecticut Water Softening System, absolutely fantastic. There is nothing better out there. Uh, you can rent it, you can buy it, whatever it happens to be, but I highly recommend you call my friends at the Water Doctors. H2, the letter O, doctors.com. H2O, doctors.com. And, or just get a hold of my buddy John Atley, 262-549-7733, 262-549-7733, anywhere in the state of Wisconsin. And if John's not in your area, he will get you in touch with the person that is. But uh, give him a call, uh, 262-549-7733, 262-549-7733. And they donate money back to the uh, Custom Canine Service Dog Academy to help veterans. So love it. Love stuff like that. Oh, by the way. Holy crap. If you are living in the area that is, well, if, you, if you're planning on going to the game in Buffalo this weekend, oh my goodness. What are they saying now, Ben? Over 70 inches of snow? Multiple, multiple feet, both before and during game day. Um, so I think they're talking about rescheduling it, which sucks. No, they're talking about moving it. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, now they have to make a decision by four o'clock Eastern time tomorrow. They could say earlier, but they're talking about four o'clock Eastern time tomorrow being the latest that they can make the decision. And the reason being is not that they can't play football in the snow. It's that the services that are going to be needed in the air, it's much like when the hurricanes go through. It's not anything about the game itself within the stadium. It's about everything around it with the police, the uh, the ambulatory services, all the different services that are needed to put a game on. Um, and, and what makes sense is, as I digress, is for Buffalo and who's Buffalo playing in this one? The Browns. The Browns, okay. Which the Browns, by the way, they're used to snow, so it's not like... Because that's the mistake on a lake, and they get a lot of lake effect snow, too. But they're talking about moving this thing to Detroit because it makes sense for both teams. One, Buffalo's actually playing in Detroit during Thanksgiving. So they said, okay, maybe they could just stay in that area uh, while every, all the snow is cleared. But uh, it's not far for Cleveland. It's not far for Buffalo. It's an indoor stadium. Detroit doesn't play at home this weekend. So they think that might be a, a, an alternative that they could go to. But... Yeah, this is uh, this might one is they're saying it's shaping up to be potentially one of the most extreme snowstorms in U.S. history. Seventy inches of snow 
as the models continue to increase and say, you know, it's actually supposed to snow three to six inches. But when you talk about the wind coming off the lake, that's where the snow is coming from. It's not necessarily falling out of the sky as far as atmospheric goes. It's because of the lake and blowing across the winds, the westerly winds blowing across the lake. So 35 to 55 mile an hour winds and snow up to 70 inches. That's that's some serious snow. I don't care who you are. That's some serious lake effect snow. I don't that means we won't even see you until June. There's not enough hours in the day to melt that much snow. You got to have like a month's worth of sunshine and warm weather to melt that much snow. I can't even fathom that. What was the big snowstorm in the Wisconsin area? Was it 1978 or 1998? Excuse me, 1998, I think was the big giant snowstorm here. 98 or 96 or something like that. Where they were just leaving, abandoning, you know, cars on the highway. I can't even imagine. And that's, what, 16 to 20 inches of snow? This is just, <laughs> that's just crazy. That's just crazy ridiculous. Um, 877-867-167. Let's get to the phone calls. Let's go to Eric listening to us in Green Bay. Eric, how you doing today, man? What's up? All right, man. How's it going, Bill? Thanks for taking my I'm call. doing well today. No problem. What's up? What's on your mind? Hey, wasn't that snowstorm like in April of 2018 or something? Well, we had a big one a few years back where, was it like early 2000s when we got like 56 inches of snow in December? But I can't ma- imagine well, getting it in a weekend. The blizzard of the century hit in April, which was funnier than I'll get out. Hey, I wanted to comment on the, the, the person made the uh, comment about uh, about all the lights and stuff uh triggering seizures mm-hmm. now i suffered a, a, a tbi in 2013 while working with a tree crew and that's one of the little gift items that i was left with i hey i survived so hey that's you know i'm happy uh, right but those of us that suffer that problem man we know how to deal with it we wear sunglasses have a seat make sure you're not standing up I mean, sometimes it can be entertaining. I took my kids into Terror on the Fox, and as soon as we walked into the Funhouse mirrors, I was done. I got left behind. <laughs> had to hitch a ride. The next group coming through scared the crap out of them. They thought I was one of the ghouls. So I had to hitch a ride for them to get out of there. Yes, strobe lights and Funhouse mirrors are an absolute wreck for us. But, you know, football games, concerts, man, we know how to deal with it. That's not a problem. It should be fun. Problem is when they stick it on a road sign or when somebody riding a 10 speed down the side of the highway has one on their freaking bike helmet. I don't know about the wisdom yeah. of that, but yeah. at a football game, that's ah, going to be fun, man. Hey, hopefully I'm talking <laughs> to you tomorrow after a Packers victory, Bill. Yeah, well, if you feel free to call in tonight. We got the postgame show, too. Be up late listening and uh, hopefully kicking, kicking back a couple after a victory, man. <laughs> Excellent, man. Go, Pat, go. There you go. Talk to you soon. He drops off. You get on board. 877-867-1670. I never thought of that. Because you get the uh, the strobe lights off of some of the street signs, especially if you're uh, going a little bit too fast for that particular area when they have one of those radar-enforced speed signs. And the blinking lights on bike helmets. <laughs> I never. You're driving down the street, next thing you know, you're, and you're just off the road. I never thought of that. Yeah, It's not like you can close your eyes. I'll let the force guide me. Ah, just driving along. Never thought of that. Man. I feel for you. 
Uh, this is from, well, it's a visual. You can't really see it, but uh, Marcy said uh, it was at Trans-Siberian at the Resch Center. Take a look at this. Oh, my God. And I've seen Trans-Siberian Orchestra. And with the lasers and the flashing and the lights that go everywhere, and it is a visual feast. Without a doubt, it is, it's a visual feast, but I, I completely get it. Man, It, it if, if you suffer from that, it, it can put you into it. Put you into a night-night. I, I, 100%, man, I feel for you. Uh, all-white jerseys do that, too? Oh, God, those ugly all-white jerseys. That's what they're wearing tonight. Yep. Thank God it's not snowing like uh, like it will be in Buffalo, or you won't be able to see them. I, I wish it would have been snowing. In. Because maybe you don't want to see him. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully the Packers are visible tonight. Uh, Leanne says, uh, "Hey, I'm heading to the game. I'm looking forward to the light show. I just heard about. It. Thanks for alerting us. Uh, the Bucks got a win last night. Excited about that. Sports in Wisconsin, pretty good. Your thoughts on the Colton Wong resign? I, I'll be honest. That we haven't talked a lot of baseball, but I'll be honest. I thought that the pa- I, I thought they'd pass." on the club option for Colton Wong just because it's a lot of money to pay to a guy that one of two things he's either on the downside of his career or you've got a lot of belief that this past season was just kind of a blip on the radar because it affected him both at the plate and in the field and he just didn't play great so maybe the hopefully I would assume the Brewers know something that we don't and they think, okay, you know, there was something wrong with Colton Wong, and and uh, he'll bounce back this upcoming season because that's a lot of money to pay for pay for what you got this past year. But good for you. And you're right, Bucks got a win last night, nice win last night. Brooke Lopez went off third quarter, man. The, the the whole team did, but Brooke Lopez had a game last night. Watching that, sit, like I said, I was sitting downstairs. Oh, so I mentioned this, Ben, and I, I gave you one of those ooh moments. Got home last night, and I thought, well, you know what, I'll I'll you know head down to the bar. Uh, I got a call from a friend of mine. He he said, "Bill, I got you got you a bottle of Eagle Rare." So on my way home last night, I met him, and I met him and, and picked up the bottle of Eagle Rare. So I sat down there last night. I was on the computer watching the Bucks game at the bar, and it's the decorations are starting to go up for for the holiday party here at the house. So you know it's kind of you know Christmas lights are on and all that kind of stuff. You're feeling kind of nice last night. Sat there and had a. Normally I'm down there with a beer, but last night I sat down and had a had a few sips of the Eagle Rare. I was feeling pretty good last night. It was a nice night. It was a nice, nice enjoyable evening. Although the alcohol didn't kill off whatever the crud is I have, but I'm getting there, getting there. Hmm. I know you're desperately interested in that particular portion of the conversation. Well, I'm kind of wondering what you had on the television and whether uh, it was Eastern Michigan versus Central Michigan. Did you see that game last night? That was fantastic. I watched I was, the whole I, thing. Well, you've seen, you know, you've seen the bar. So I had that on one television, and I had the Bucks in front of me on the other. I it, that was fantastic. I love that stuff. I love it. I was watching this morning on Good Morning Football, and they were talking to some former players who were, you know, talking about, uh, you know, all the snow coming into Buffalo. And I I know like wide receivers and stuff they're not fond of it because if you start slipping and sliding, you can pull a groin muscle, you can tweak an ankle, whatever. I get that. But all the linemen and all the defenders are like, I love it, love it, bring it on. You know, it slows everybody down. I remember when going all the way back to high school and college when, when I was playing football in high school, man, and we, I loved rain games. Now, we didn't have turf back then. Uh, now the high school has turf. 
but we didn't have turf back then. So if we got a rain game and it was a muddy, sloppy, nasty field, somebody who wasn't exactly fast slows everybody down. Suddenly everybody's at your pace and, and you love it, man. So, yeah, all the defenders were just, you know, going, uh, saying that, how great it is. They love snow games, snow globe games especially. Now, if you've got a lot of high wind and frigid temperatures and snow blowing, it's miserable. It's, you just want to get out of it, you know. I'm sitting here right now looking out of the studio window, and I'm watching the snow because it, it's windy as hell outside, and all the snow's blowing off the roof and circulating around. It looks like just a frigid, raw, cold blech day. So for those heading up to the game tonight, everybody's going to obviously be dressed for it. But you don't want to play in that. But if you got one of those, like the other day when we had the snow, and there's no wind, it's just coming down. It's like, you know, you're looking into your own human snow globe. Love it. Love those games. Absolutely. 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right now. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. It's the Packers and the Titans. Kickoff tonight at 7.15. The Packers are asking fans to be in their seats by 7 o'clock for a new strobe light show during player introductions here at Lambeau Field. The Packers are now 4-6. and six. Can the momentum after beating the Cowboys in overtime carry them to a win over the 6-3 and three Titans tonight? Packers running back A.J. Dillon says, yeah. It's big. Uh, anytime you can get positive momentum is great. Uh, same thing when you're going, like, drive to drive, you know. You have a good drive, uh, you score. Next drive, you go out there as an offense, you feel like you can do it again. So, you know, we just won. We feel like we can do it again this week. On defense, the Packers will have to stop one of the best running backs in the league and perhaps a future Hall of Famer, number 22, Derrick Henry. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. He's a freak of nature. You just don't find guys that are that big and that fast. If he gets going, it's going to be a long day. So you got to do a great job of trying to contain him, bottle him up, try to get him going laterally because once he gets going downhill, it's just like a freight train rolling through there. The Titans coming off a 17-10 win at home over the Broncos. Derrick Henry was asked after the game, how did Denver's defense hold him to just 53 yards rushing on 19 carries and no touchdowns in the game? A lot of problem in the box. I got to play better, no excuses. I feel like I could have done a lot better than what I did and um, and uh, get past it and then you know, do everything you need to do, get your body ready, quick turnaround, and get ready for Thursday. You were in and out of the tent there a couple of times, just what was going on. Say it again? You were in and out of the tent a couple of times, just kind of what was going on there. I went to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's Titans running back Derrick Henry. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Celebratory vino tonight from Forgotten Fire Winery. And don't forget, this time of year, holiday gifts. Oh, yeah. Stop in to whatever liquor store, wine store, grocery store you go to. Look for it by name, Forgotten Fire Winery, right here in the state of Wisconsin and in Peshtigo, Wisconsin. Stop in and tell them we sent you. Get yourself a wine tasting and, uh, you know, talk to Jake, the master winemaker up there. Good stuff. From our friends at Forgotten Fire Winery. Go to ForgottenFireWinery.com. That is Forgotten Fire Winery. 
Titans.com. Coming up after the top of the hour, Terry McCormick, the Titans insider, going to be joining us, and uh, we'll talk with him uh, about what this Titans team is bringing and the fact that uh, the Titans have issues because they've, they're as banged up as the Green Bay Packers are in many different facets. So we'll be talking about that coming up a little bit later on this evening. Stay tuned. Uh, or a little bit later on after the top of the hour. Stay tuned for that this evening. I keep thinking I'm still doing the huddle. Tonight, don't forget, we got the Green and Gold Postgame Show. Green and Gold Postgame Show tonight immediately following the Green Bay Packers and the Tennessee Titans. We break it all down for you. We go tonight. We on the air till midnight tonight, Ben? We go till midnight? Yeah, 1030 to midnight. Approximately 1030-ish until midnight. As the game gets underway, about 715 kickoff. From Lambeau Field. So the Green and Gold Postgame Show live immediately after every Packers game. Find us uh, here on many of these same stations or on the uh, the app, The Zone Madison, Z-O-W-O-Z-N, Madison. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, on uh, Twitch TV, Facebook, and over on Twitter. Good stuff there. Uh, a couple things before we get to the top of the hour, and uh, this one's from uh, Kirsten. Kirsten says, uh, we hope to see you come up to Twin Bays at some point again. We would love to have you guys up here. Uh, can you do a show up in this direction? Um, this this year, no. Uh, I don't want to say never, but no, not this year. But uh, we would love to do something certainly up in the Twin Bay area, um, up in Tomahawk, uh, coming up uh, maybe next year. I'd love to do it. Absolutely love to do it. Uh, this one's from Dan. This is Packers going to win by seven. Uh, Miguel over on the uh, the Bud Light live stream says, oh, my God, no, white pants. Who actually likes these special uniform games? Does anybody? Uh, I don't I don't think so. I, I think is there anybody out there that thinks these all color wash uniforms are good? I don't I don't know anybody. I think everybody thinks they suck. Brandon says, tell Buffalo to send uh, the snow out to Vegas for Lake Mead. Yeah, Lake Mead. Did you see some of the uh, Lake Mead? For those that don't know, Lake Mead and then that area is not only big for recreation, but it's big for drinking water and everything else that goes along with it. They've been in a severe drought for a long time. And as Lake Mead continues to go down, they continue to discover bodies, mob hits from years gone by. It's because the, the lake is down like 25, 30 feet. That's how, I mean, this was a really deep lake to begin with, but it keeps going down. It keeps receding. And they're finding bodies in barrels. They're finding cars. They're find, you know, all of that stuff. So all these old mob hits from years gone by, they're solving, some, not solving, but finding some of these bodies because they were dumping them in Lake Mead. And now Lake Mead's gone down. It's starting to reveal what was down there. And they're finding all this, uh, all this different blech, for lack of a better term. Pac fan says, I love the all-white uniform personally. Much better than those... Uh, old blue or brown throwbacks that they used to wear. Um, yeah, I was never a big fan of the the blue and black. I just, I'm not a fan of the all white. Never have been. Got to break it up. At least the Packers aren't all white. Remember, like Cincinnati did the all white on a Thursday night game, and they did even the white helmets. With the, It was all white and black. It was like somebody just completely took the color out of there, made it an old black and white film, and they had the black stripes with the white helmets, white shirts, white pants. White face masks. I mean, it was weird. It was weird. But uh, I agree. Uh, Tom says, uh, how about Rogers' thumb? Will he be, be able to be under center more in a short turnaround week? I hope so. He didn't seem to act like it was. He just said, look, having, you know, after this, get through this game. And then after that, you'll get, you know, 10 days off. You'll be able to take it easy for a little while. And it continues to get better. So hopefully 
he doesn't have to necessarily uh, worry about the thumb too much. Terry McCormick, TitansInsider.com. You can find him on Twitter at TerryMC13 over on Twitter. He's going to be joining us. We're going to talk some Titans football when we come back. Titans football. Looking forward to it. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at uh, at Stoley's Hog Alley. They continue to get ready to open up right around Christmas time. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Don't forget about Stoles Old 109 opening up tonight. They're going to be open for the Packers game. Want some good food? Head out there and check it out. Say hi to Alicia when you're out there as well. Talking Titans football when we come back. We'll be back right after this. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.